Hey, Tim. Hey, Dan. Uh, I'm going to start off with a couple of announcements today. Cool. Got two announcements. First one. Um, would you say you like working at Cats Accountants? <laughs> I love it. You love it? Yeah. I've been working here 15 years. Yeah. Best 15 years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never get them back. Well, that's good. Because uh, if you're someone out there who is an accountant, let's just say you're in the intermediate to senior level and you're thinking about getting a new job, well, we just happen to be hiring. <laughs> we, are, we are. And we would love mm. you to come join our team. So if you want to work with mm. cool people like me, and Tim, <laughs> then, uh, you know, send us, send us your resume, get in touch because yeah, we're, we're looking for our next, uh, our next superstar to join our team. It is funny because today's topic is about workplace bullying yeah. and harassment. <laughs> I can guarantee you that's not going to happen here. Yeah, so we can guarantee yeah, we, we will not do here. that to you. Um, you may do it to us though. Uh, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> uh, my other quick announcement, Tim is, uh, the drunkies. Ah, the drunkies. It is December again. It is cool. time to hand out the most prestigious awards out there in the small business accounting <laughs> industry. And it is the drunkies. Yes. If you want to be nominated for such awards as biggest fan. Yeah. Um, best accounting software. Best account, the zero <laughs> okay, award. the for, zero award. <laughs> for the best accounting software. Um, uh, if you have a nomination for the tightest tip, tightest ass award. Um, if you'd like to suggest a best drink. Yep. Best beer, best, best beer. non-beer, because best. Dan doesn't really drink beer. Yeah, so. best non-beer. Uh, if uh, if you want to be nominated for the uh, biggest, uh, not the biggest fan, the best review, then you need best to go review. submit reviews now. Mm. Uh, and we usually select the funniest review. Yeah. Definitely. So make sure you get those reviews in. Rate us and all the- Must be five star. Must be five star <laughs> and must have something funny written on it. And then uh, send them to us and you do it wherever you want to do it. You can do it in Google, you can do it Apple Podcasts, but just make sure you take a screenshot and then send us to it, send it to us on Instagram or something. Perfect. Uh, but yeah, get your nominations into the Drunkies. Check our socials because we're going to be posting what all the categories are uh, in the coming week. Beautiful. Anyway, that's, uh, that's my announcement. Not funny, but very informative, Dan. Very informative. Yeah. All right, let's get into it, shall we? <laughs> Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. And I'm Tim. Uh, and today, Tim, what are we discussing? We have Kevin Gilmore Burrell. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's going to be here talking about workplace bullying and harassment uh, because he's from Empathize Workplace Solutions. Kevin, thanks for being with us. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, it's great to have you on. This is a topic that um, I think is one, very important, very serious. A lot of people who... who uh, unfortunately victims of, of workplace harassment or, or, or bullying, uh, but also one that's close to me because Tim uh, constantly trying to bully me and I just want to know how to educate him not to do it anymore. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Dan counts bullying as me beating him at ping pong, which I do <laughs> repeatedly uh, because he, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to say this, Dan, you're the Federer of the office. I will take but it. But I'm the Nadal and our office is the French Open. Yeah. <laughs> Which means I always win. No, I think you're more like the Djokovic of the office. Ah, you've, you've probably better. I'll say that too. But, but, but no one likes you. So Kevin, you can see we're in quite a predicament here. You sure are. <laughs> Kevin's like, I see lots of problems already. Uh, but we're, we're going to dive into that in a second. But first, Tim, what, what is, is the Tim, Tim and Dan Low? Uh, Tim, how was your week? 
Yeah, pretty good. I was just telling Kevin off air, actually, I was at the hospital last week uh, yeah. with my son. So last week on the podcast, mm. you and I sat down in these very two seats and then um, you got a phone call and, mm. and it was your wife saying, hey, Louis unwell. Yeah, she, you got to go. I had like four missed calls from her as yeah. it turns out. She called Sarah mm. uh, who came rushing down. I was like, mm. have you answered your phone? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was home. Mm. Normal, normally it takes 25 minutes to drive home. I was home in like 10 minutes. <laughs> God, I full it. That, that uh, um, tests a lot, a lot of battery. Lost yeah. a lot of battery on the way home. Anyway, then we ended up getting an ambulance and uh, it was all fine. Like he just had a really bad virus and fever. Mm-hmm. But uh, ironically, we came back over to Wyong Hospital <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't worried at all that the paramedics. Yeah. Um, they're like, give him, give him some Panadol. And uh, by the time we got over to the hospital, which I beat them over there, mm. by the way. I don't know how. I think they went through the entrance. Must have been I don't the, know what they were thinking. The siren you have on your roof. Yeah. So I was sitting in the waiting room for like 10 minutes before I could, I could see them roll through. Mm. And by then, Lewis is like smiling at everyone. Mm. And I was like, oh, he's so cute. <laughs> like, this kid, we thought he was bloody dying <laughs> an hour ago. Okay. So... <laughs> Yeah, so that was scary, but anyway, he's all good. Stressful, stressful. Mm. But uh, if you listened to last week of the podcast, that's why Harvey was on. Yeah. Because I, I just needed to record an intro and I didn't want to do it by myself because it's not as fun. Uh, so I just, I literally just walked upstairs and said, you, you're on the podcast today. Well, I'm back. So yeah. you haven't replaced me yet. Well, we actually got some good feedback from Harvey. A few people wrote in saying, uh, Harvey did a good job. Very him, confident on the microphone. Someone say, let him do the traffic. Yeah. Report. Let him do the traffic. <laughs> He's got a good voice. He's got a good deep voice for it. He yeah. does. He does. Uh, Kevin, what have you been up to? Well, I've been electric fallboarding. I'm nice. jealous of this. So tell me about it. Because I always watch them out there in the water. I'm thinking, I'd like to yeah. do that. Yeah, well, it's great because you get on it and you can glide. Yeah. It's like flying mm, most wow. of the time. Um, but today I got uh, videoed having a really good stack. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so oh they're going to use that as the example of how to do it. <laughs> of what not to do. <laughs> so what happened? Just face plant water. Oh. Yeah, that's the way to do it properly. <laughs> I've had a lot of practice doing that. Oh my God. I've got it right down. <laughs> so do you, you go regularly? Uh, no, it's, I've just started. That's why I'm doing a lot of face, face plant. Yeah, okay. And yeah, this is a gossip. They do it in the water there, the waterfront there, right? Yeah, down near the pool. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, so straight off there. And yeah, the water's not too nice. Mm. Doesn't oh, taste yeah. very nice. No. Yeah. I know all about that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I see people doing it down at uh, the beach at Tawoon, like a lagoon there. It's yeah. quite flat most days. You see people out there just sort of bopping around doing their thing. And it just looks so much fun. Uh, do, do you surf? I do surf, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, now I do a lot of uh, stand up paddleboarding. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I, I skipped that, that the surfing fun. and went straight to the sup board. <laughs> yeah yeah so cool. i'm keen on doing that that sounds fun it looks like really nice when you're gliding mm. across the water oh it looks good when you're gliding <laughs> <laughs> just not a lot of that happening at this stage not yet <laughs> no i won't be going down to Twin until i'm really up in the yeah, up there. Right. Uh, interesting then you're in the ocean yeah and there's currents and <laughs> yeah it'd be fine uh, well, I'm jealous of that. I want, I want to. I want to try that. I'm gonna give that a try over the summer. Do you own your own one, Kevin? Or? No, I use Flightboard okay, yeah, okay. down at uh, down down at Gosford. They can go out to Terrigal Beach too. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. Okay. So when you're good enough, you can get out yeah. there and do it down there. Oh, that's cool. Cool. That is so cool. That is so cool. Dan, what's yep. happening in your world? <sighs> Just everything. Everything. Yeah. Tim. Going to New Zealand this weekend. There you are. You're packed. 
Mostly, I've um, so I'm doing a hiking trip through New Zealand with my with my dad Kevin, um, not my dad Kevin, but my dad comma Kevin. Uh, <laughs> so like, yeah, his name's not Kevin. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're going uh, on a hike. So I've got my, my pack. I've got it mostly mostly full of all the stuff I'm going to need now. I'm a little bit concerned that I'm not going to be warm enough, but I think I should be fine. I think yeah. I should be fine. But now I'm excited. You really only get cold when you you know overnight. Yeah, yeah. I've got a sleeping bag, but it's not a very good sleeping bag, but it'll oh. be fine. I'll just layer up underneath. I'll live. <laughs> yeah, just wear all your clothes. It's only two nights. Just hope you don't in, get drenched. Only two nights out, out, in the, uh, out in the cold. The rest yeah. of the time I'm in a hotel, so I should be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, good, I, mate. I went and saw Ballpark Music on Friday. Oh, nice. How was that? Great. Cool. Ballpark Music. Great band. Yeah. I've seen, they? I've seen them three times now. It was a bit late though, late start. Very late. There's a whole bunch of bands on before it and we didn't really know any of them. So like, mm, we won't even bother. We'll go out for a nice dinner yeah. and we'll just have dinner. We'll turn up, watch the band we want to watch and then go home. But they didn't start till 10.30. Yeah, they finished at midnight. It's past my bedtime. I was exhausted. <laughs> Saturday was, that was a wreck. <laughs> Actually, you I called, called me. <laughs> I called him at 10.30 a.m. and he answers the phone all with this gravelly voice. <laughs> Hello. <Yeah. laughs> like, Did I just wake you up? Yeah. <laughs> Ten thirty. Well, the, the truth of that is, I'd been up already, and then I'd fallen back asleep for a couple hours. You but got up, went and got some macas. Yeah. If you didn't call me, I would have been asleep for another couple hours. I think. I was lucky you called. I had a lot to do that day: Christmas shopping, shopping for this trip. My my week would have been well behind if I didn't get up. But, so thank you for that. One final announcement for the uh, Tim and Danlo. Yeah. I found my dongle. <laughs> 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 you, have you, are you off that problem been, finding your dongle no, too? You, you know, sometimes you lose your dongle. Yeah. And, uh, Where did it go? To be specific, uh, <laughs> you know those keyboards and, and mice sets that have a USB dongle? They are useless if you lose that tiny little dongle thing. So... <laughs> Um, anyway, I thought I'd lost mine and uh, found it a couple months later. Tim's pretty stoked. Tim, and the, the best part about this as well is that it's one of Tim's biggest gripes when people lose that in the office. It's my pet hate. He yeah. hates it. He's brought it up many times. He's like, <laughs> put your name on the dongle. Like, I mean, we need to know who is losing these dongles. Yeah, but it's not just, they weren't just losing dongles. They were losing mice yeah, and keyboards. Because we're like. <laughs> We just have like a box full of keyboards that don't work with anything. Um, which, mm. I, but anyway, that's why it was so funny to me, Kevin, because mm. Tim I then kind of sheepishly walked into an office that I was in, <laughs> and he's like, "Who's that dongle?" It's like, "Oh, it's mine." And he's admitted that he'd lost his dongle yeah. a while ago. <laughs> oh, I've been stressing so hard over the last few weeks. It felt like the biggest, I don't know, phony, I yeah. guess. <laughs> But, uh, and then I, I pulled something out of my bag and it had magnetized to it. I was like, yes. <laughs> I announced proudly to the office. I found my dongle. Everyone's like, you're all right, Tim. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, let's, let's keep going. The, the, to sum it up, life's not so bad, eh? Pretty yeah. good. <laughs> life's good. Um, business update today. Uh, two business updates. One, there was an interest rate rise last week. Yes. We didn't mm. mention that on the podcast last week, but yeah, interest rates gone up again. Mm. Um, right before the Christmas. Yeah. Rush, well, so. I, that's going to be the interesting thing to watch is what happens with the inflation figures over Christmas um, and over that period of everyone up and spending and whether or not it's going to mm. drive inflation, I guess. Mm. Um, something to watch. Uh, but the next thing that I just want to quickly mention in the business update here is... Uh, and uh, to make sure that you listen to the Two Drunk Accountants Christmas Carol, because you should be keeping it under 300 if you're having a 
uh, workplace Christmas party nice. uh, to avoid fringe benefits tax. Keep it under $300 per head uh, and, and you'll be just fine. Where can they listen to this Christmas carol? Uh, it's on an episode from like July. <laughs> we, we should we should post this it. This is an actual song, Kevin, that uh, <laughs> Dan recorded. <laughs> That's It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, we should actually put that out, Dan, I think. We should pop it on Spotify yeah, or the I'm iTunes. I'm going to make a note. I'm going to make a note. I should, re- I should record a real version of it then instead of just the the bad version I recorded on my phone. Yeah, let's record a real version. And then you can get in on it. Yeah. All right, let's do that. Sounds good. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> listen to that. Keep it under 300 if you want to avoid FBT. <laughs> it's important. Beautiful. Uh, That's good. Well, speaking of tight ass tips, Tim. Yeah, I've got a great one for everyone this week. There was the Black Friday sale on Blinkist. Have you heard of Blinkist, Kevin? Or? No. All right. So it's this awesome app. Really, we should get an affiliate link for this because mm. everyone's going to go and buy the uh, Blinkist app yeah. after this. Essentially, it's all those self-help books, which you could spend a couple of weeks reading. Instead, it's summarized into a 20-minute 20 20 audio version. Mm. So uh, if you're going for a walk with the dog... Mm. Listen to the 5am project or club, whatever it's called. Well, it it was funny. Uh, So I always, business books in particular are often full of a lot of waffle. Um, Mm. And it takes a long time to read them. Well, not that long, but it's Unlike this podcast. Exactly. (laughs) Unlike the the blinkest of this would be like (laughs) three seconds. It really would. Uh, But yeah, those business books are often full of so much waffle and it's like, they're just like fluffing out these points. But I, I always was kind of, not morally, but just uh, I know. Uh, I was like, we could debate. You're taking the uh, the yeah. nuance out of any argument by reducing it to its you bare are. things, and so you're not really going to take as much from it. Look, I got 85 percent off. Yeah. It cost me 18 dollars for a year yeah. of Blinkist, and there are literally thousands of titles. Well, it's it's worked uh, well because that phone call at 10:30 a.m. on Saturday, where you rudely woke me from my slumber, um, you'd said, "I've just read three books yeah. and I've got ideas." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> really. Yeah. Well, one of them was about yeah podcast marketing. Yeah, uh, there was uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, it's a good book actually. Yeah, the seven key points in that are quite good. Uh, and then the five a.m. five a.m. club. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I tried that on Monday. It was good. Five a.m. Yeah, it didn't quite hit that on Tuesday and Wednesday, but mm. <laughs> maybe if you'd read the book, you would have extended it out the whole week. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I'll get back onto it. But uh, yeah, so that's a good one. That's, it is a good one. That fits and your ethos because it's time and money. It is time. Yeah. Yeah. And time is money, yeah. as we know, Kevin. <laughs> and uh, the other thing is, this is this is recently mm. an update. Mm. You can now add one guest for free. So two for one deal. So really, it's cost me $9 for a year of Blinkist. Wow. So look out for the next uh, 85% off. It's normally $120 Incredible. for a year. So. And I've got to add on to this tight tip. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you know someone with a Blinkist login, use theirs. <laughs> Yeah, you could. You absolutely could. But not mine, because I'm going to be listening to mine yeah. all the time. Okay, cool. <laughs> all right. Uh, Tata's tip, good one. Yeah, Blinkist. thank you. All right, let's, uh, let's move on to the main topic, shall we? Main topic today is our chat with you, Kevin, and we're here to talk about... Um, yeah, <laughs> stop with the laughs. Uh, we're, we're here to talk Serious about uh, workplace harassment and, and bullying and and what are the consequences of that for you as a business owner and or a director and uh, and maybe some of the things we can do to prevent this from happening in your business. So let, let, let's just start at the top. What's, you know, what, why the interest for you in this? Oh, 
I started off as a solicitor mm. dealing with the problem after it happened yeah. mm. and just being able to say, hey, look, guys, there's nothing you can do about it. Mm. Uh, if only you just fixed it before you got here. Mm. Yeah. So I've done an MBA and that didn't work. So I went and did a started a PhD and I thought, yeah. oh, I've got the idea. Yeah. So I finally worked out how to fix it. Yeah, okay. Cool. It needs fixing though. Yeah. yeah. And so essentially what you're saying is with workplace bullying and harassment, prevention is the best cure? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And it's prevention at at the workers level. Yeah. So people have got to stop bullying each other themselves. Yeah. You, you can't just throw a law out there and mm. make someone else responsible True. for it. True. So how, you know, because you, you, we hear about these things happening all the time, but, but how big of an issue is it right now in, in Australia? Like, $47 billion annually. Whoa. Yeah, right. Yeah. Billion. $47 billion. That's nine zeros. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And is that based on like lost productivity or is that all legal? Yeah, that's from the Productivity Commission wow. in 2020. It's actually about $54 billion mm. Wow. to this year. Yeah, wow. Inflation. Mm. So, it's quite, so it's quite a big issue for a lot of businesses out there at, at the moment. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Look, one in 10 workers is uh, bullied. So a team wow. is usually 10, mm. 10 people. Yeah. So one in 10 is probably having troubles right now. Yeah. So that's Dan on our team. <laughs> I was going to say, we have 10. <laughs> if I can't think of the person bullied, it's, it's probably you. me. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you define workplace bullying and har- I mean, harassment? Is a step above, but... No, that's the problem. Really, yeah. That's the problem. The way they've defined workplace bullying is that it's uh, repeated unreasonable Mm. behaviour, and Mm. and that's the legal term. But that's not what you need to stop. You need to stop the behaviour that causes that. Mm. So that's where I've come in, and I've identified what behaviour actually causes it. Mm. The the funny thing is the government sort of accidentally fell on the solution. Mm. Right. Uh, They've identified psychosocial hazards which are the behaviours that cause workplace bullying and now they've made sure that safe work are stopping those before they happen okay so they've come in and they've got the right decision yeah mm. they've got the right tools there to, to do it but mm. their old gu- guidelines are still old yeah and they still say well look no nah, you've got to you still got to do it twice yeah yeah which is ridiculous I mean, why would you want someone to fall off a roof twice mm. yeah yeah, absolutely. So, so what kind of behaviours are we talking about when we are talking about the workplace bullying and, and harassment? So, like, if, yeah. yes, we know apparently according to the law it needs to be repeated at the moment, but, mm. but what are you actually looking for? Is it just a couple instances of someone said a few things to me that I don't like or, or is it a scale um, and, and there's sort of different ends of the spectrum? Yeah, it's more than someone saying something you don't mm. like. It's, it's re- repeated harassment, harassment um, victimization, mm. that sort of thing, but the types of behaviour mm. can be as little as just ignoring someone. Yeah, um, really. Yeah, excluding, which would be excluding them, mm. um, not providing them with uh, proper working conditions, like mm. not giving them proper uh, uh, like pro- proper computers com- or equipment and yeah. uh, resources, setting them up for failure, Training. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, that sort of thing. Um, right through to assault and mm. you, you, you can see that happening. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So wow. like a lot of the time we think about bullying, you think it's someone's coming in and yelling at you and intimidating you and doing mm-hmm. those things, but it could be the opposite. It could mm. be, no, they're purposely setting you up to fail and then make you suffer the consequences of that failure. Um, The usual idea that that people hear about is uh, I will make life so hard for them they've got to leave. Mm, Well, then you're planning to bully someone. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, true, true. Yeah, and, and okay. like clearly that the amount of damage that would cause on someone's mental well-being and their, their mental health, and that, that's where the productivity issues come in because, you know, not only is that person, let's say, if it's severe enough, they're going to have to have time off work and they're going to have to, you know, get treatment and they're going to have to do all those things. Um, and they're not working during that time. They're not adding to the economy in that time. They're not adding mm. to the productivity of, of, the, of the country. Um, so massive problem. Mm. it goes the other way too and mm. they might just come into work because they don't want to get bullied anymore yeah and they're not right to go to work mm. they might be suffering from anxiety or depression mm. which could even lead to uh, ptsd and suicide in some cases yeah. yes and in your experience are business owners or leaders management aware of this bullying normally or can it be something they're not even aware of Usually they're aware of it, mm. um, but they look at the guidelines that are available to them and they wait until it's been repeated because mm. that's what the guidelines say has to be done. Right. Rather than a- attack the issue before it happens yeah. and give the employees the skills that they need to be able to stop it themselves yeah. so that they're not watching them all the time. Mm. Well, yeah, true. Yeah, and uh, so I want to dive into that part of this in a second, but, but what... <laughs> What are the legal consequences of, of um, say, a business owner and this happening in your business? Well, in the last 12 months, there's been some changes. Yep. So you've got two things that have come in. Mm. Psychosocial hazards. Mm. You've got to stop psychosocial hazards before they happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've got uh, Sex Discrimination Act has mm. changed. Now, sexual discrimination is psychosocial hazard so let's concentrate on that Mm -hmm. Mm. if you were to allow someone to continue being bullied then you haven't stopped the psychosocial hazards in the workplace if that person were to suffer from ptsd or in severe cases suicide you could be liable criminally and for a huge fine as a director personally liable as a director so so essentially Stopping psychosocial hazards in the workplace is, is a director's duty the same way as not trading insolvent is. It is now, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah wow. So just define psychosocial hazards. Like what does that look like? Too easy. There's, the easiest way to describe that is mm. there's three separate things. Mm. There's um, conflict escalation. So that's personal conflict where, yeah. you know, it's not just, hey, we need to do the job this way and mm. people disagree. No, mm. it's personalising that and starting to get abusive. Mm. Then you've got uh, discrimination. So discrimination is now part of psychosocial hazards, part of bullying. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's where someone has just got their own Mm. self-interest. Discrimination could be they've got their... they've got their own personal views yeah or it could be that it's just they want to do it their way Mm. yeah that's their form of discrimination Mm. yeah sure it's not the strict legal definition of discrimination Mm. it's 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 more excluding someone Mm. for any reason yeah Mm. okay and then the last one is 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 work design right so you're looking at lack of resources you're Mm. looking at um uh work Situations like uh, uh, isolated work environments, mm. not taking care of the uh, the work environment that way, not uh, planning ahead for it. Mm. Right. Those any physical um, physical threats can create a mental mm. stress, mm. Um, and that's where I look at uh, sexual harassment, mm. where that comes in. That that 
fear of that of that physical threat is going to cause anxiety and depression. Mm. So, uh, yeah. So what do, do these new rules, these new laws are around having to prevent those those hazards? Um, does that apply to a business of any size, or it, it just across the board? Absolutely, yeah. any, any any business. Mm. Uh, a, um, a, it could be uh, particularly companies, mm. but uh, it, it it applies to any business in Australia. The, mm. the Fair Work Commission will mm. do, will um, deal with uh, uh, the bullying orders, mm. but Safe Work Australia they take care of every organisation. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. So if you're listening to this and you're a small business owner and you're thinking, oh, there's not much I have to be doing, no, you, you need to be paying attention to this as well mm. and the things that you should be doing. And so what are the consequences if you don't um, you know, uh, implement reasonable steps to minimise any of these hazards? Well, look, the directors are personally liable in a, in a company. And look, yeah. even small businesses usually set up as companies yeah. to protect mm. the directors. Yeah. Same thing, yeah. Um, but unfortunately, directors aren't, protected mm. um, for uh, fines from mm. safe work. Mm. Um, but uh, on the other hand, your director's insurance, if you can get that, mm. hey, that'd be fantastic if that covered you, but it doesn't. Mm. Director's insurance doesn't cover fines. Mm. So you're left out there in the mm. open, um, legally liable. Bit of a quagmire if you're a director of a larger company too. Yeah. You really need strong corporate governance because mm. often directors don't know who the day-to-day people are in the business they're quite removed yeah. but they could be personally liable if there are things happening yeah um, so they really do need the managers of that business to be reporting to them on these matters don't they absolutely yeah, yeah. You, you just you just can't uh, claim ignorance just like you can't mm. well you haven't been able to for a long time under mm. uh, corporate law mm. yeah yeah if, if you should have known or should have reasonably been expected to have known then you can get in all the same troubles if you didn't mm. know exactly and yeah. especially with uh, f- uh, fair work mm. if something goes wrong and someone were to uh, have a serious injury mm. um, they'll find out why it happened mm. and then no matter what you did to try and fix mm. it it happened so therefore yeah. you let it happen mm. so uh, you know we're talking very much about the the effects on the you know the victim of bullying itself but but on the and the directors and their personal liability to this, but also on, on your business, on your small business or medium business, whatever it is itself, the effect of having that culture just means everyone's going to be less productive, right? Yeah, that's more like the positive yeah. mindset look yeah. of this is like, mm. how can we have a better culture mm. so that we're more productive, everyone's happier, it's mm. a safe place to work. That's probably the, the way you'd want to be looking at this anyway hopefully mm-hmm. rather than just how can i avoid a fine yeah exactly <laughs> um so yeah i think there's definitely benefits um so it'd be interesting to hear from you kevin what are the types of things businesses can do to try and avoid or prevent workplace bullying and harassment well this is the good news yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is where the research is coming yeah. yeah um so to avoid workplace bullying you've really got to stop it before it happens so yeah. i mentioned there were three things there was uh, conflict escalation yeah. so you need to give your workers the skills to resolve conflicts mm. um, and the only way to really do that is to give people emotional intelligence to be able to understand how emotions deal with it now businesses will usually say oh look there's no emotion in business mm. yeah no there is <laughs> um, but unfortunately there is and everyone's yeah. been ignoring it mm. yeah. so there'll be situations where let's let's take 
someone who wants to a bit a bit more overtime. Mm. So we all know that there's overtime mm. sometimes yeah. as you get more staff. Mm. Yep. You'll, you'll, you'll meet up with your workload and uh, then there'll be no overtime. Mm. So if you get told, no, there's no overtime, you could think in your head that, oh, that's, that's a personal attack at me. It's I'm not getting any overta- overtime mm. because you don't like me. Mm. Whereas when the, the operational decision is, no, we, we don't have the money. We don't yeah. need to mm. because yeah. we've got the new worker. Mm. So that's where you've got these bad feelings as the person who didn't get the overtime. Yeah. Mm. And those have got to be dealt with. Otherwise, that'll just fester yes. and fester until someone kicks back or, or, or leaves. Mm. So you give people the, uh, the education to be able to understand that that happens. So the person who, who it happened to, it will be able to say, yeah, okay, I was told about that. It may not be all about me. Mm. It might just be that, you know, we've got a new worker and there's no overtime there. Yeah, exactly. So mm. that's the communication side of it. Yeah. yeah. Discrimination, that's pretty easy. Mm. You've got to bring in positive behaviour. Mm. So you, instead of saying like the current fair work uh, definition of bullying is um, there are certain things you can't do because that's bullying. Mm. Why not say, well, look, we need to act with positive behaviour. So everyone should use, should, should do these things. Mm. So you define what positive behaviour is and you move towards doing that rather than saying what negative behaviour is going to be okay. Mm. Yeah, that's so interesting. That's the, that's the second one. Mm. And then uh, the third one is uh, uh, organisational uh, job design, that sort yeah. of thing. Mm. The best tool that I worked out from my MBA was mm. strategic performance management. Mm. So you work out what the job's strategic goal is, yep. and then you work, you give that to HR and say, "Look, we're all working towards that." Mm. So you write your job to design your job descriptions, yep. uh, your recruitment uh, descriptions, mm. and your job designs based on how that person is going to meet your uh, strategic objectives. Yes. Mm. And that way, you've got all these procedures, you've got all these documents and everything heading in the right direction, telling people what their resources they're going to need to be able to do the job, mm. what they're going to get paid. Um, and then you've, you, your HR manager can then sit back and then the line managers who are going to deal with performance can go back to those documents and say, oh, look, this is the way it was supposed to go. Mm. If it's veering off that path, mm. they can follow that and say, well, look, this is where we need to go back on, mm. to, on the path again. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's like clearly it's clearly defining the goals and and so everyone understands them. And so if you're moving away, you're not just saying you're not doing good enough, you're not doing good enough. It's yeah. no, here's everything we agreed upon. Mm. Let's work in that same direction. Is that, That's right. Yeah, and, yeah. and look, if, if someone's not going to be able mm. to do the job that they were recruited to do, then you're probably better off to let them go. Mm. If you're going to do it, do it sooner than later because mm. if you just harp on at someone who's not going to be able to meet the objectives, mm. aren't you just doing that repeatedly and bullying them? Mm. So you've got to stop yourself doing it as well. So yeah. you just got to bite the bullet and make a decision and nobody wants to make those hard decisions. Yeah, mm. yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's tough, tough letting people go as well because then there's a whole new raft of rules there you've got to consider too, right? Mm. To do it in the proper way. So well, That's what I worked out as a solicitor. It doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. Someone's going to make a complaint if they really want to try and mm. yeah. bring, 
pull it on. If they're not going to, if they're not going to fit into your culture, they're mm. going to pull it on anyway. Mm, true. So you've probably just got to use, work that out as part of the cost of doing business. Mm. Yeah, that's negotiate it. Mm. Yeah. So if someone's got to move on, then you just help them move on as uh, the, as as quickly and quietly as possible yeah. if they make a claim just deal with the claim when it happens mm. Mm. it's better than having than losing four or five different staff because of bullying mm. yeah that's wow that's very interesting yeah i agree with that Pretty so good. if if i'm a business owner i'm a director of a, of a company let's say uh, and uh, i want to make sure that i'm fulfilling these duties i've really just got to do some training and education around harassment and bullying and that might focus on those three areas that you've just said and would that be enough then to prove that I've taken steps? Let's say, because you can never completely eliminate these things from occurring, I guess. Uh, but let's say I've done that. I've, I've implemented a program uh, and I've educated my team, but there's still incidents of harassment. Uh, would that be enough to demonstrate that I've, I've met my my obligation as a director you're heading towards it yeah 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 you you won't you won't ever be able to uh stop work uh safe work from mm. saying well it's happened already mm. you didn't do enough mm. yeah but if you've done everything you possibly could everything mm. we know that uh, according to science mm. that you, there is nothing else you could have possibly done mm. um then you're at least ninety nine percent sure yeah. that you've uh, that you've done everything. Then you should be ninety nine percent sure that you yeah you've done you've done the right thing. Mm. However, the way the system works is if someone got hurt, got uh, injured, mm. there was a reason for there it. Was and a reason. You should have known mm. no matter what. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Scary stuff. <laughs> hey, um, I'm just going to remove myself as a director. Of your company there. You're, yeah, yeah. you're right to go alone, right? Is, um, is Jade cool to be a director of our company? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, Let's don't do that. Um, who would want to be a director? <laughs> hey, who'd want to be a lawyer? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I want to stop it before it happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Oh. So, um, where do people find op- opportunities? And this is a softball throwing it to you, Kevin. Where do people find the, the opportunities to, to, to give this training and, and to provide this? Because it's hard for a small business owner. You know, yeah. We don't have those start? skills and knowledge ourselves. That's what I'm finding. Yeah. Uh, during my research, I've been talking to HR managers and even they don't have the full, the full picture. Mm. Um, so that's where my PhD has come in. Mm. I've been able to identify exactly what we need to do. Mm. Um, we've got training, uh, skills development, education and um, policies and even employment mm. contracts. And you've got to yeah, bundle those together. Now that took me three degrees mm. supervised by supervisors well, there's four supervisors from mm. two universities mm. <laughs> so yeah it's 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 hard to bring all it's those technical. together yeah. <laughs> and i've managed to do it and uh put it into a uh, a, a, a website that mm. uh, bundles all those things together yep mm. And which, is, which is called empathize. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so empathize is a uh it's it's got uh uh, video uh, training sessions. It's also got the documents available to you. Mm. It's also got an AI tutor. So mm. oh. while you're watching the video, you can ask the tutor questions. Mm. And nice. it's AI, so it'll answer you straight away. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Anywhere, anytime. Mm. Yeah, nice. And um, look, most people will be able to um, 
sort everything out using the standard training, the videos mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. The, uh, the documents. There's probably a, a, some stubborn few that might need some extra help. So yep. I've got the textbook there, mm. which is a uh, individual counselling and also an implementation guide mm. for HR managers. So for those people who need that extra help, it allows them to be able to uh, read the textbook and be able to get deeply into it. And there's more advanced um, explanations in there that'll cool. be able to help. Awesome. The other thing we've uh, organ- we've identified is that. Um, Line managers themselves, they yeah. need to be able to use authentic leadership. They mm, need yes. to be able to understand their emotions mm. and be able to mentor uh, anyone who's having difficulties. Definitely. So this book will allow them to get that advanced look at how to do that with other people. That's cool. Yeah, so it's basically upskilling management leadership. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's what better way also to document that you've been making an effort to eliminate bullying, discrimination, harassment from your workplace than having a subscription to a platform which is training you and showing you how to Mm. reduce that. So, yeah, because, I mean, that's what I was thinking all the way through. I was like, Mm. how do you... I mean, you're going to have meetings. You're going to discuss things Mm. saying, we've got to implement this program, Mm. make the place, make work safer for everyone. That might not be documented. No. There might be no proof that you were that trying happened. to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, I do, do like the idea of empathise. Yeah, well, that system will be able to do that, mm. document what you've done. It's not hard either. The training for a, a typical employee is about 40 minutes. Yeah. For right. a manager, it's an hour. There you go. So, so it's, 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 it's not, not much hard. really. No. Yeah. Mm. no. And it's most of it is just understanding emotional intelligence mm. and being able, giving you the skills mm-hmm. to be able to stop it yourself when it ex- escalates. And it, to be able to talk about it using a common knowledge, common, yeah. common uh, language. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, to me, it, dis- it does seem like a no-brainer if, if you're someone who has a business with employees and this is a potential risk for you personally, but also just improve your workplace culture by everyone having more emotional intelligence or the skills to be able to communicate more effectively. Mm. You know, you'd, you'd invest 40 minutes in that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. It's better than investing $33,000 each uh, for each uh, psychological safety um, uh, breach. That's, that's the workers' compensation claims. Yeah. They're average about 33000 mm. And you know, one in 10, chance of one in 10 employees costing you that. They won't right. cost you that, yeah. but you, your uh, workers' compensation premium yeah. will go up yeah. by about that much over a couple of years. Not mm. to mention the lost productivity, oh, lost, lost productivity, team members. Mm. Lack of, uh, you, you lost uh, reputation as yeah. a poor employer. You, yes. you need a reputation as, a, as an employer of choice. Mm. Yeah. When you have these systems in place, you can, you can, you can advertise that yeah. mm. and, pe- and attract the, 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 the top staff mm. to be able to come in to fit your culture. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. No, this is, like uh, this is good. So if you're someone who's listening to this and earlier on you're like, hey, I'm an accountant looking for a job, maybe I will give them a contact. Like, well, you know, you, you might learn some skills with us too about uh, communicating better and, uh, you know, great place to work. Great culture. No bullying. Just a little, just a little plug yeah. there for the, the hiring. <laughs> but uh, no, Kevin, that's, that's great. I think, you know, that's something that people aren't aware of when, when we sit down with, uh, with, a, you know, a new business owner and we talk about, you know, their director's duties, it's often around, you know, the director is the person who holds the risk for when they're being negligent for their director duties. And that often includes 
not trading while insolvent, not having your tax lodgements up to date and you're paying your super and those kind of things you become personally liable for. But rarely do I have the conversation around some of those other things like providing a safe workplace and harassment and all those other parts that fall into this as well. So I think that's something that a lot of business owners should be educated on, should understand and, and maybe should be implementing in their business. 100%. Uh, if people want to find this, uh, this site, uh, where is it just empathize? Google empathize? Yeah, Google empathize. It's E N P A T H Y S E. There we go. We've trademarked that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I knew that'd be a, a, a funny letter in there somewhere. Yeah, it's not that we can't spell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. That's great. So go Google that. Go visit that website. Check out um, everything that um, Kevin and the gang are, are providing on that site. And uh, yeah, I we'll, think it seems smart to me. We'll put a link in the show notes. Yes, yeah. we do those now, Dan. We have show Shout notes. Shout out to Sarah. Yeah. Does Lovely. So yeah. we don't have to try and spell it again. No. no. <laughs> yeah. no. We have show notes. It's a, it's, it's a new thing for us. This, it's a uh, big deal. Professionalism. Mm. Um, uh, all right. Well, let's, let's finish the main topic there. Tim, do you have another thing this week? I have many other things. <laughs> I already spoke about 5am club, but I am going to give me, you my summarized version. Give me the blinkers of the blinkers. I'll give you the blinkers of the blinkers. Yeah. It's get up at 5am every day. Yeah. Um, because it's going to make you go to bed early. By 10, you've got to go to bed. Oh, get, off, get off the screens by 8. <laughs> Yeah, so no TV after eight, no phone after eight. I find that one quite hard, to be honest. But anyway. <laughs> get from to, eight till 10, you're just hanging. If you're getting up at 5 a.m., you're going to be falling asleep by 8.30, I yeah, guarantee yeah. you. Anyway, so get up 5 a.m., mm-hmm. 20 minutes of exercise, you've got to draw a sweat. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes of reflection and journaling mm-hmm. um, so that you can reflect on your vision, your good things that are happening, your bad things that are happening, get yep. it all off your chest. Yep. Um, and then 20 minutes of learning. And this apparently puts you in the flow state. So. Right. And yeah. you, you did this Monday morning. I did this Monday. I felt great after it. Yeah. Yeah. What did you learn? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I sort of botched that a little bit. Yeah. I downloaded, oh, I listened to another Blinkist mm. about Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> That's that new book he's got, right? Yeah, he's got like yeah. an autobiography. I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't very good. But then on the way to work, I listened to this book about sapiens. Mm. That was interesting. As in like sapiens, the book? Like homo sapiens. Yeah, yeah. I've read that book. You've read book. that book? Yeah. Yeah, it was about- uh, It's thick. Neanderthals, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I was listening to it. I'm halfway through. Nice. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good book. So, uh, so that's my first one. So Second yeah. one, uh, Blinkist, the whole Blinkist thing came yeah. to me from Michael Mann on the street, yeah. which is our uh, friend who uh, just everyone on the coast knows this guy. I wouldn't be surprised if you knew him, Kevin, but uh, I was at a cafe with him recently. I shit you not. The person behind the counter was like, hi, Michael, how are you going? <laughs> <laughs> what cafe? Uh, Flower and Co. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> but then, <laughs> They knew him, but this is not the only cafe that's happened at no. either. So that sickens me. I bit. go to that cafe a lot with with Mick, yeah. and um, they know him more than me. And I live two streets from there. Oh, I go there all the time. <laughs> he calls them. They're like, "Hi, Michael." Yeah. Oh, get off. I feel like they know me more now because I've gone with him. <laughs> this guy must be cool. He's yeah, Michael. Exactly. <laughs> uh, if you want to nominate yourself for the Man on the Street Award, by the way, yeah, that, that is, is another drunkie we give out. Yeah. If you know any men on the street, yeah. or women, Kevin. Yeah, person on the street. People on the street. Yeah. Yeah, people on the street. Jeez. 
Uh, We're in trouble there, Dan. Yeah. Uh, and the third, third and final, guys. I won't mm. bore you with my other things too much longer. Yeah. I uh, saw a band called War on Drugs mm. at the Opera House nice. on Tuesday night in Sydney. It was awesome. Loved it. Cool. Yeah. It was a great one. night. Great band. Mm. Awesome location. So what a time. Yeah. What, what a time of your life. Um, <laughs> my other thing this week. Um, my other thing. Lots of stuff going on with me. Uh, lots oh, of other come things. On, Dan. Uh, I just can't bring them all together. I'm just going to name one. Just anything would do. Um, all right, I've got one. Uh, my other thing this week is um, um, Spotify. Oh no, that was last week. Oh my god, Kevin, what's your other thing <laughs> <No>. this week? <laughs> do you have one, Kevin? Yeah, yeah. I've been talking about uh, foil boards, but I'll tell you what. I've got a teenager who's just into uh, musicals. And yeah. I just went and saw Wicked. Oh, I've oh. seen Wicked twice. It's good. It is so good, isn't yeah. it? Nice. I didn't even know what it was about. Yeah. I've seen the. Uh, I've, I've seen. Dorothy yeah. uh, before in the, yeah. in the original movie yeah and uh, yeah it, it was just fantastic just cool. to follow on from that yeah nice the, I remember there's the the song that finishes right before the intermission and she's up and she's doing that whole high pitch bit and I oh chills it was yeah. good that's that's what we thought was the favourite part yeah yeah, you've got to go and see it. That and awesome. that uh, popular song is good too. Then popular. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gonna be popular. <laughs> oh, my God. Where did you see that at? Uh, down in Sydney. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cool. That's oh, a good one. Wow. That's awesome. There's so much on in Sydney at the moment. Mm. I was trying to book a hotel for that trip the other night. Mm. Most of the hotels were like $500 plus. It is ridiculous. The cost of a hotel in Sydney. You know, if you're staying somewhere for less than $200, which is what I ended up doing, it's going to be pretty rough around the edges. <laughs> How was the uh, Central Station Hotel? Yeah. <laughs> I stayed at the Medusa Hotel. Thank the you very Medusa. much. Classy. <laughs> in Darlinghurst. <laughs> pretty sure. I wasn't dreaming when I woke up with an ant on my back <laughs> during the night. I was not dreaming, I think. That is good. What's your other thing, Dan? The Spotify wrapped? No, this is the, we talked about this last week. But you didn't say the specific thing about the Spotify stats because you went and looked at it. Yeah, we did speak about oh, it on the podcast oh, last week. The actual statistics. The statistics. Oh. So there's a 106 people on Spotify who uh, have us as their number one podcast. And Spotify cool. is only 20% of our listeners. So yeah. multiply that out. There's at least 500 people that we're the number one podcast for in this world. Some pretty strong stats there, yeah. I'd say. Pretty bulletproof stats. There was 1,000 people <laughs> that we were in the top 10. That's huge yeah. to me. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Well, I've heard you're the longest lasting podcast on the Central Coast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we are, Kevin. Yeah. The, we're, the, uh, we're the number one accounting slash small business podcast based on the Central Coast. So. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, I see you know our reputation well. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's why I'm here. Go to the experts. <laughs> Actually, I finally got my other thing. Uh, and I was going to say this the whole time. I was just kidding. Oh, good, um, oh, good my other thing this week is we've got a new sign out the front. Mm. And uh, that might not seem like a big deal, but for a very long time, uh, we had a big empty metal frame that did not look great. (laughs) Pretty Uh, much everyone I knew was like, have you moved? Are you in business? We had clients call us. You guys, what happened to you guys? (laughs) No, we're still there. That's when you know people see your sign. I asked. Yeah, Yeah. not really. Everyone (laughs) asked. Yeah. Um, Uh, So we've got a brand new sign finally, uh, and it has cat's accountants. Two Drunk Accountants with clearly says podcast, yeah. which is great because the old one used to just say Two Drunk Accountants and people would call out. Yeah, but that like, was a competing accounting oh, firm. Yeah, you got two accounting <laughs> firms in there. It's like, no, just us. Uh, and uh, and we've got the Mortgage Choice sign up there yeah. now. So it's good. Yeah, it's good. Uh, just sign. It's just good to be, good to be back. <laughs> nice to have a sign. Yeah. <laughs> 
anyone listening to this not on the Central Coast, which is most of our listeners, um, <laughs> would be like, who cares? But it's exciting for me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, that's everything from us this week. If you want to get in touch with us, twodrunkpodcast at gmail.com or two drunk accountants on all the socials, twodrunkaccountants.com.au. Send in your drunky nominations because uh, we're going to be giving those out in two weeks' time. Yeah. Two weeks' good. time. Uh, Kevin, if they want to find you, just Google empathize with a Y. Empathize with a Y. All right. Beautiful. That's good. Thank you for listening, everybody, and we will catch you later. Bye. Bye.